Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. May I have your attention, please? You need passion. You need desire. You need want. We play with that passion. We play together. We play for each other. And we play to win. We are Notre Dame. Welcome back to Irish Illustrated International. JP McGraw and our very own reporter, Lane Flock, here to preview Notre Dame taking on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in South Bend on Saturday. Len, senior night, last home game of the season, always a special weekend for these players, the players' families, an emotional night too, for sure. Some of these guys' collegiate footballing careers come to an end. What can you tell our international fans about the whole experience of the weekend and why it is truly so special? Well, it's senior day. It's going to be a little bit earlier today, a 2.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff, so about an hour earlier than a traditional Notre Dame afternoon game, but there's going to be a lot of pageantry before the game. Uh, the graduating seniors, but can you call it senior day now with JP with possibly <laughs> two underclassmen going to the NFL next year, and then you've got graduate students and six-year COVID athletes, so I think they need to change the name to player recognition day, but really it's a special day. It's a chance for the players that are going to be leaving to run through the tunnel one more time. And so just to give the fans over in the UK an idea, one of the most iconic things in college football is for the players to run out of the tunnel onto Notre Dame stadium. And that's one of the things they've done to preserve that, that tradition with all the renovations to the stadium over the past 30 years. And so it's still special to run out there a final time. When they do run out, they usually run out to greet their family members and to give them a hug and really share the experience with their support group that has been with them for the past four, three, four, five, or six years. So (laughs) it always leaves a lump in my throat, but then there's another tradition that your brother probably told you about at Notre Dame is the student sections will freeze marshmallows and then throw them around and have a uh, like a snowball fight, but a marshmallow fight. And I've been on the receiving head of end of getting hit in the head with a couple of marshmallows. So they're not soft and fluffy like the, the brand says. There's a little shout out to my brother Cornelius. I hope you're listening, mate. Um, but yeah, two players, I guess, that 
Uh, I want to highlight uh, for their last games, Kurt Heinis and Jack Hohn, of course, the graduate transfer, but two guys have had a huge impact on the season. If you can learn a few words, just kind of describe how, how important they've been really on both sides of the ball. Well, Kurt Heinisch is going to leave Notre Dame as the player who has played the most games in a Notre Dame uniform. We talked to him this past week about that. It's kind of a reality check for him setting in, uh, but a chance to really celebrate it with his family. But we did learn something about him, JP, over the past week, is that he's got a pregame ritual. He throws up before every game. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to talk about putting on his eye makeup. When you look at yeah. Kurt Heinisch at the end of a game, he looks like he's been in the like a member of the band Kiss, he's got the black makeup on and it's starting to run. So he's kind of crossed between Alice Cooper and Kiss. And it just really looks intimidating. And I know he puts the fear of uh, into some of the opposition players, but he's been a, a stalwart. Jack Cohn, only been here one year. And so he has really bought into the Notre Dame tradition. He knows how special it is. So a lot on his shoulders to end the career of many of the Notre Dame players on a winning note. And he's going to have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they spoke to Kurt Heinisch after the Navy game and he talked about his mum bringing up his favorite meal before every game. So hopefully he's not chucking that up before the game. Otherwise, what's his, what's his mum doing making that food? But, <laughs> you, know, but it, you know, it was the last time we get to talk to Kurt Heinisch before senior day. And one of my most memorable moments was a couple of years ago when he talked about the Thanksgiving team dinner and, was just talking about every side dish. And I said, you should be a food critic because he was talking about they bring the green bean casserole and the mashed potatoes, and then you pour the gravy on it. Oh, I could talk all day for it. But yeah, he's a special player. We will definitely miss him. But you know, the great thing about college, JP, is that there's going to be another Kurt Heinisch right down the road. It's not going to be the name of Kurt Heinisch, but somebody who looks like him, sounds like him, eat like him. So it's, <laughs> going to, it, it's, it's, it's fun to be around the college students because they never grow old. We do. They stay the same. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, if we preview this Georgia Tech team, it's kind of a weird one. Three and seven on the year, two and six in conference stand in, in their conference schedule. They're, they're done with their conference games and their final two games in Notre Dame and Georgia. So that, <laughs> that's some end to the end of the season. But it's a weird sort of team. They've had a lot of close games in the fourth quarter. They've ended up one and six in those games. They've had some some tough games against Pitt, who have been great this year. A healthy Virginia team with Ben and Armstrong, but they had. They beat a UNC team, so it's not going to be a, a, a total walk in the park, as maybe the record assumes. Three observations about Georgia Tech. One, we don't know who their quarterback is going to be. Right now, they haven't really decided. It's been the health issue. And that's another thing is Brian Kelly in the press conference today talked about Notre Dame is still fighting the flu. Yeah. So that next mental, man, mentality of Notre Dame is really going to be on uh, – you know, being showcased on Saturday because Notre Dame has some depth now and a lot of it has to do with, with the health status. But so the first thing is who is going to be the quarterback of Georgia Tech? Uh, a friend at Irish Illustrated talked about the, the individuals are greater than the sum. That's what it is. Usually when you put the individuals together, the sum is greater than the, the individuals. But on this case, you've got a lot of individuals who are very talented and they might have big games, but we know Georgia Tech is probably not going to have a big game. The second key is, I just mentioned it, Notre Dame's health coming into the game. But the third is, once again, throw the records out. This is Notre Dame Stadium. This is a chance for Georgia Tech to make a statement, knock Notre Dame out of a playoff possibility, deny them of a fifth consecutive 10-game winning streak and putting the onus on that Stanford game. 
but also in terms of recruiting, a win for Georgia Tech, you know, that could be the difference of a player going to Georgia Tech down the road. And mm -hmm. the other interesting thing about Georgia Tech, we've talked about college football really becoming an international game. The punter is from Ireland. And so those are some of the storylines is that we know they've got great athletes and you never can tell at Notre Dame Stadium, they always rise to the occasion and exceed their expectations. And they got a win there back in 2007, the, uh, the opening game, I believe. So I was there. It was a very hot day and a disappointing day. And I walked out of the stadium <laughs> with my head held low. It was like, it's going to be a long season. <laughs> oh, I've had that as well. Many, many trips up to Manchester to see my beloved Man United. I've, I've had my head in hands. But yeah, the quarterback for them, Jeff Sims is probably out. I think Jordan Yates might be the starter. Um, he's got some wheels, so expect a lot of sort of boots, some play action stuff. But the main guy I'm looking at is this Jameer Gibbs. I mean, Brian Kelly said... He should be ACC Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, his stat line, Leonard, if you want to talk about an all-purpose back, 687 rushing yards, 474 receiving yards, and 519 receiving yards. I mean, he got a return touchdown last week against Boston College. And Boston College followed it up with three onside kicks, squibs, sky kicks. They were just not interested in kicking the ball to him. So it'll be interesting to see how the special team unit holds up, which has been excellent all year against one of the most dynamic guys you're going to face all year. And Brian Kelly said he should be the ACC player of the year. And so, you know, a player like that could really flip a game. If the special teams of Georgia Tech comes out, he runs it back, they score first, they get that momentum. Yeah. It could be a long afternoon for the Fighting Irish. So, you know, it's just one game at a time, one play at a time. Stay healthy, avoid the flu, just take care of business, enjoy senior day, and then just uh, lay it on the line against Stanford next week. I know they talk about style points, but mm. not necessarily. We've talked about this, JP. It's not necessarily, in my opinion, running up a score. Yeah. I think if Notre yeah. Dame can shut out Georgia Tech and not allow them to get a touchdown, that's going to be the third straight game. And I think that's something that you really have to take a look at. It's all, asset, all aspects and all facets of the football game. And Notre Dame is a team on the ascension. Uh, Brian Kelly kind of alluded to it, saying that there is still that playoff possibility, but you have to control your own destiny. But then it, he was also asked a question about individual awards, and the Doak Walker finalist list comes out, and Kyron Williams isn't on it. And yeah. he said, hey, it's you know nothing against those awards, but I know winning football games is more important than individual awards for these players right now. And you, and you said that all year, Len. And I mean, we'll talk about style points because I feel like every week here I've been hammering the table, put up 50, put up 50 points on them. Again, so this is a defense that is, it sucks. And I'm not even going to mince my words here. Bottom 20 in yardage. They're giving up about 175 on the ground, 270 in the air. They're, on this past one and five stretch, they've been giving up 38 points, tons of passing yards. Now, you always say winning, like last week, 25 points on the road is impressive. I'm thinking maybe is Brian Kelly not going for the for the jugular, like making sure, as you always say, these guys are healthy because he's expecting one of these top teams to get knocked off. If you look at the Michigan, Ohio State games coming up, Oregon, Utah this weekend, because even if Notre Dame, say, puts out a, a shutout, a, a 31 to nothing shutout, and then Utah go and beat. Um, Oregon this weekend or Ohio State or some one of the Michigan teams, then you're already up in the top six and you don't have to put up 60 points. So I think maybe he's got one eye on that one. This is not a criticism of Brian Kelly. He's a very humble individual. All Notre Dame coaches are. Even going back to Lou Holtz, when you would talk about the opponent on Monday, you know, the players thought they were going to lose to that opponent. But then by Friday, he'd built them up and say, hey, we're going to rip them up. <laughs> but 
But in today's environment, today's football, college football landscape is that you start, you have to toot your own horn. You have to lobby and say that we are a top four college football team because you're Notre Dame and a lot of people don't want Notre Dame in the college football playoffs. So I would expect Brian Kelly in the next week probably to be more vocal and say, hey, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, somebody's going to lose these games with these rivalry games coming up. Take a look at our schedule. Take a look at our defense. We are a top four team. And I think you have to take a look at how the program has grown over the past couple of years. And it's a great storyline. Notre Dame making the football college football playoffs a couple of times over the past few years. Now it's their time to get a victory. Now it's time to give the elusive national championship to Brian Kelly, the first national championship since 1988 at Notre Dame. If they don't, it's going to be another disappointing season in terms of Irish football fans. Yeah, and um, we're expecting the win this weekend. And of course, the, the Stanford game next week. Quick mention on the college football playoffs. I don't understand how this, this works. Michigan are above Michigan State. If we're going on the strength of losses, which it seems to be, I mean, surely Notre Dame's best loss is against Cincinnati. Why aren't they going up? I mean, listen, that's a whole another story for another time. But I mean, that's Cincinnati why they still need to come up with a, a system, maybe a 12 team playoff team and a play in, if you will. Yeah. Uh, you know, at one time, the media used to determine the national championship team. And you go back, that's why Alabama has so many championships. They claim everything. Yeah. Notre Dame should have more national championships than they actually state that they do because uh, they won the MacArthur Bowl national championship back in 1964. So you take a look, Notre Dame should have 13, maybe even 14 or 15 national championships. But they recognize the ones that are the most legitimate in terms of uh, the pundits. But who cares about that? It's about this season. It's about this game. It's Georgia Tech. Senior day, a lot of emotions. Take care of business. TCB, JP. TCB, exactly. Lennon, we'll leave on that. Lane Clark, JP McGraw. Uh, really excited to watch these guys come out of Notre Dame Senior one more time, get a win, and then head off to the West Coast to play Stanford to end the season. Len, thanks for joining us. JP McGraw, Lane Clark here. And as always, go Irish! Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.